Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. And the, the biggest news story yesterday was a story about how the um, the president wants every business every company with a hundred or more employees to, uh, to, to to make all of their employees get the COVID vaccination shot by January 4th. And here in Louisiana, our two senators, uh, Senators John Kennedy and Bill Cassidy, they both yesterday came out against that. And that's a pretty big deal when we're told we, we, we have to get this thing. Um, and, and if the companies don't do that, then, then the companies will be fined, the businesses will be fined $15,000 per employee. Um. I agree with our our two senators who say, uh, no, you know, if if the businesses want to say that to their employees, if any, if any employer wants uh, their, their employees uh, to, to get the the vaccination shot, cool. I mean, that, that's up, that's up to the bosses, right? That's up to the, that's up to the, to them. But to have to have the government say something like that is um, it's it's scary stuff. And so I'm 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 glad to see our two senators saying woo 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 woo. And um, we'll see if that is if that is going to fly or not. Um, 
you know, and, and yesterday we were talking on the show about Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, who just tested positive for COVID. And now he, he can't play this week. And I was wondering, is 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 that selfish? Because him not doing that and not being able, allowed to, to play football is, is really going to hurt his football team, the Green Bay Packers, when, when most of the players, not just on that team, but in the league, have gotten the jab, the vaccination shot because the NFL wanted them to do so. They, they were the ones who who said, look, you got to do it. And again, that, that, that's if the NFL wants to do that, you know, that, that that's up to them. And and that should how it that's how it should be with with every business in, in this country. You know, I I was watching um a little bit of the news yesterday, and, and the NFL now is really looking into the Green Bay Packers to see how many COVID protocols they broke with, with Aaron Rodgers. Because when we were talking about it on the show yesterday, Coleman, I told you, when, and, and I, I said the facts, that Aaron Rodgers was asked if he's been vaccinated and he shook his head once yes and said, I've been immunized. But that was at the, in the end of August. That was the last time that ever came up with him. So September went by, October went by, and now here we are in the beginning of November, November, and 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 he tests positive. And then uh, we, we learn that he never uh, got vaccinated because there still are people who, who test positive that are vaccinated, um, but, but not... Not Aaron Rodgers. I was thinking about that. Why, why is it that companies and businesses and the government and everybody wants people to get vaccinated? They want their workspace, the people who work there, they want to keep them safe. Okay. To save lives, right? Sure. But why is it every time we find out that somebody has COVID, we never fear for their life? When somebody catches AIDS or cancer, you automatically have that fear, oh, my God, I hope they're okay. But every time we hear about somebody saying they tested positive for COVID, like with Aaron Rodgers yesterday, nobody thought, oh, my God, is Aaron Rodgers going to be okay? Maybe we should send our thoughts and prayers. We thought, oh, is he selfish? What's going on? Every time we find out somebody catches COVID, is either anger or they berate them or they mass shame them or something. But nobody ever says, oh, my God, I hope they're going to be okay. I hope nothing happens to them. I hope maybe we should pray for them. Let's look out for them. Nobody says that. That lets me know this whole thing isn't about fear of death. No, you're right, um, and and you know the answer to your own question. It's it's because ninety nine point nine whatever percent of people, or ninety eight point eight percent of people, whatever it is, right? So who, who get COVID uh, recover from it? So it's ironic that people berate people who don't get vaccinated because they're supposed to save lives or they're putting people at jeopardy. But every time we find out somebody catches it, nobody fears for their lives. Like the the psychological logic behind that never made sense to me. Nobody ever says, oh, nobody, nobody ever, ever takes a deep breath or has a, has a somber moment. It's always anger, 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 anger. 
Yeah, well, again, the NFL is is looking into the Green Bay Packers, and if Aaron Rodgers broke protocol, he he could he could be out for four more games after 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 the game he misses this Sunday. I mean, boy. Um and, and I'm I'm still wondering because look in my opinion it's it's up to each person if if who if if you want to get vaccinated great if you don't that that's your right too I know what we've been told by the quote unquote experts I I I know all of that um. But we'll see what happens with this NFL investigation. I mean, you talk about though letting everybody on your team down, letting all the Green Bay Packer fans down um, by not being able to play, and, and they're ranked number one right now by ESPN in the NFL Power Index when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, football teams. They're, they're ranked number one right now, and this could really and. It, he he's only won one Super Bowl. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's, he he needs to win win more Super Bowls. I have a feeling that if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers, then the same thing happened. He would have either got fired, you know, because he first of all he lied. He said he was he was vaccinated when he wasn't. Or he said he was immunized, implying that he got vaccinated. Yeah, when he wasn't. Uh, so that would be more of the issue to me that he lied to the league, that he lied to all of his players. But since he is Aaron Rodgers, he has value. Yeah, he might miss a few games, but they're not going to get rid of him. He's a big name. Um, and and, and, and but somebody oh, yeah, somebody says, who says he didn't get the shot? I have family members who got the shot and they uh, got COVID afterwards, and they were fully vaccinated. Which which can happen. Um, but evidently, after he tested positive, I I think they they got the truth out of him. I I, I think that's what that's what happened. Um. But but anyways, the, I just I, I I I just thought of Aaron Rodgers when I saw yesterday how, how the president um, of the United States wants every company with at least a hundred employees, every business with a hundred employees, uh, to to make sure every one of their employees gets the vaccination shot. Uh, by January 4th, and then the fines for those employees that don't, again, $15,000 per employee to be fined. I mean, I, I I agree with the two Louisiana senators who say, whoa, 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 whoa. put the brakes on that, slow down. Um, You know, so, something like that. A, I think it should be up to, to the individual, but but I'll even go a little farther. If it should be up to the to the businesses where where people work. They they have the right to do that. It's their business. Um, I, I just don't like I it's, it's being told you have to do some things. And, and and boy oh boy, this is something. Um, all right, you just put that in the rearview mirror because t- today we're gonna we're gonna have fun. Uh. I'm fired up for the weekend. It's going to be another big weekend here in the city of New Orleans as, as the, the Saints host their rivals. 
the, the Atlanta Falcons. We still don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Saints in two days. Is, is it going to be Trevor Simeon, the man who came out of nowhere last week to, to, to help win a football game? Or is it going to be Taysom Hill? I would prefer to be Taysom. See, I know you would. See, I think I think it should be Simeon. I mean, um, but it'll, it'll it'll be good that the city will be rocking again, uh, like it was last Sunday. It was so awesome last Sunday, uh, seeing so many people in the city for the Saints game, seeing so many people in the restaurants and in the bars and in the businesses and the stores. And um, after after. The, the last 19 months of, of what's been going on to, to see this city alive again and rocking. I mean, it's like it used to be. And, and, and that's what we want. Hang out. We got, a, we got a lot to get to on the show today. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. I had fun last night. I, uh, I went and saw the Toadies and the Reverend Horton Heat show over at Tipitina's. And... It's a good because usually during the week, don't do too much because we have to we have to get up so early to do our radio show, uh, and and that's why Coleman didn't go last night. He was invited. Yeah, I didn't trust myself. I know I know how I get uh, hap- I know what happens when I go out and drink. <laughs> but it it was just it was it was so good, uh, being being at a at a live rock show. Tipitina's was packed. You know the guy who runs Tipitina's. Tank, we've had him on our show before, and he's in charge over there. And um, it, it was good seeing, good seeing live rock and roll last night. Um, you know, in both of those bands, the Toadies 
and Reverend Horton Heat, they're both from Fort Worth, Texas. And, um, you know, Reverend Horton Heat, he's a, he's a great guitar player. And, and, you know, he's had some songs that have been in, that have been in big movies, big television shows. And his biggest album was back in the nineties. His third album, it was called, well, it is called liquor in the front poker in the rear. And he played most of that last night. And, And that was really cool. I wonder what's going on with these Thursday night stuff. This is the second time something cool happened on a Thursday night, but I didn't trust myself to go. This week it was seeing the Toadies, which was the first time we've missed the Toadies since they came to Tipitinas because we always usually go when they come. And then the week before that, it was the Joe Rogan Dave Chappelle show, which happened on a Thursday. And once again, I wish I could have went there, but it was a Thursday night. So I wonder what's going on with all these Thursday nights events. It's messing up our social life. They need to start doing it on Fridays and Saturdays like normal shows. Yeah, well, I went and 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 – um, you know, and the Toadies, I've always had such an underrated band. They had a, they had one hit uh, in the, in the 90s off of their debut album. And the song is called Possum Kingdom. And it was one of the most played songs on rock radio in the decade of the 90s. And there's an interesting story with them. Because their debut album, where that song came from, it sold well. And they made a second album. And they started touring for it. And I saw that show back in the day. But right after they started touring for that second album, the the record company rejected it. Hmm. The record company said, nah... You know, we want you to sound a little bit more like Creed, and we want you to be a little bit more grungy. And we, you know, the record company was telling them, you know, what was big back in the late '90s. You know, this is this is we wanted to sound more like that. And 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 the Toadies, they never recovered from that. They they should have been big, but when. You know, you've got guys in suits who reject a band's second album after their first album did really well, and, and that, that band never recovered from that. That's <laughs> why you said it was the guys in suits telling the toadies what to do. I remember the last time we seen the toadies, I said, wow, they look like accountants because the they, they were dressed like dads. I like, well, they are dads. <laughs> like, these look like accountants. Yeah, and I remember, um, I remember, not last night, but a couple of times ago when the Toadies came here and played Tipitinas, um, I went up on the I went up on the tour bus because one of our mutual friends, Coleman, uh, he he knows the the drummer, became friends with the drummer of the Toadies, Mark. Um, one of, one of our mutual friends is good good friends with him. And so he invited us up on the on the tour bus. This was a few years ago. A couple of years ago. Tour bus outside of Tipitina's. And when the singer, who also plays guitar, Todd, when when 
when I saw him on the bus, I'm like, dude, it's good to see you guys. And, and I remember when your song, Possum Kingdom, was, was huge back in the 90s. I was on the radio on a rock station in Boston, and you guys came up to Boston, and we partied and had a good time. And, and he remembered. And, um, and then I said to him, man, I thought you guys were going to be huge. I can't believe the record company rejected your, your follow-up album. And, and you know, you, you ended up getting something out, but it, but it didn't do that well. And, man, I thought you guys were, were, were going to be huge. That, that album, Rubberneck, that first album you had, I mean, it was so amazing. And, uh, and, and he looked right at me, it looked right in my eyes, and he said, yeah, I know, it sucks. No, I remember. <laughs> I remember when we went to go see the Toadies, and uh, we were we were kind of like on side the stage, right? And I remember there was a few hot babes sitting there on side the stage too, and I was like, you know what? That's that's a pretty nice chick. Maybe I should go talk to her or whatever, right? She didn't really give me any play, but I was like, okay, maybe she's not interested. Then we got on a tour bus, right? And we're talking to the drummer. I see the I see the woman that was on stage going to back with one of the band members. I'm like, oh, that's why. She rejected me. So the so, so the woman that that the that, woman that I tried to get the phone of and she rejected me. The reason why is because she. I hope I didn't snitch on anybody. I'm not gonna say which band member it was, but I saw them passes up in the tour bus and they bought the same exact chick. I, I should have went back there and asked them if they needed help. Wow. <laughs> she says no to you, but but there there you see her while you're on the tour bus going into the back of the tour bus right. and then shutting the door behind right. her. With one of the one of the toadies. Yeah, if we wasn't in the middle of a deep conversation, I went back there and knocked and asked, "Hey, y'all need help? Y'all need company?" <laughs> Seems like this is where the party's at. Yeah, it was a uh, it was it was a it was a real good time last night. It 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 really was, and and again, I will I I will never take doing anything for granted ever again. After the last nineteen months in the city of New Orleans, I I will. I mean, Coleman, we used to just go do stuff like that all the time. Not only won't I ever take going to a live concert, a live music show for granted again, I'm never going to take going into a into a restaurant and sitting in their dining room again. I'm never going to take for granted going into a bar and sitting on a bar stool and drinking a beer there again i mean heck with the rest restaurants and i've mentioned this a few times on the show there are still a few places that i like in new orleans their dining rooms are closed you could only get stuff either through their drive-through through their drive-through at, at one place in particular i'll i'll say it raisin canes i i, I love raisin canes their dining room has been closed for months now and, and the only only way you can get raisin canes is going through the drive-through. And if you're thinking to yourself, well, why don't you just go through the drive-through? I'm in between cars, and I I have been for a little bit. I keep telling you, take an Uber. This is the biggest reason that I need a car right now. So, no matter how free the city becomes, is never going to sit well with you until raisin canes opens their doors. Then you'll finally be like, yes, we're back, we're back to normal. I love raising canes, um, yeah. but they're not the only one. There's a there's a cu- couple of other fast food restaurants that that you know, no, 
don't come in our dining room. Just just go through the just go through the drive through. Um, and and then there's the Popeyes, the 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 two closest to me here in New Orleans. You can only walk in, get the Popeyes to go, and leave. They don't let you sit down in the restaurant and eat your Popeyes. You need to go to Jefferson Parish. Our Popeyes are open now. The the dining area. I think they're in this whole. 19 months of COVID, Jefferson Parish has been a bit different than yeah. New Orleans. I'll check on Raising Canes for you when I go home. I'll go pass by, see if the dining room's open. Uh, but but um, a, gr- a great time last night seeing the Toadies and Reverend Horton Heat. And there was a third band that opened the show, but I can't say the name of their band on the on, on the radio. You can't say Ass Clowns on the radio? No, no the Ass Clowns didn't play last night. Oh, That's okay. our band. You know, they're a band called Nashville, and uh, and 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 the second the second word in the band is is what some people call a woman's private part. Um, you 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 can't can't really can't really say it. And, but it was it was a it was a really good time last night uh, at Tipitina's uptown here, and and again, just being. At a live rock and roll concert, at a packed Tipitinas, people having a great time. Uh, man, never, ever, 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 ever again taking that or anything else for granted in my life. I think that's a good thing as we get older. Because how many old people do you see that they're all just like, ah, screw that, bleep that, blah, blah, blah. Um, man, I, I, I will, I will, I, I will appreciate everything that I do and and everywhere that I go after what we were just through in the last eighteen months. All right, coming up on the show today, we turn the clocks back uh, this weekend. The majority of Americans don't want to keep doing that, but I was surprised when I saw the number of people like which way they want to go. If it's going to stay one way or the other, I was surprised when I saw those numbers. I'm going to ask you about that. I've got um, I've got a list of the biggest pet peeves that people have. I've got a couple of really old people who have made headlines this morning. So we'll do our segment, Old People News, because old people, they don't make that much news usually. Um, we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. The United States of America is the greatest country in the world. Uh, we do have something called freedom of speech, although lately, you're not so sure. But did you see what just happened to to French actress Brigitte Bardot? She was just fined $23,000 for saying that uh, people who live uh, on an island in the, in the Indian Ocean have savage genes. A, a court in France just fined her $23,000 for saying that. Now, now, sure, that wasn't a nice thing to say, but... Could you imagine getting fined $23,000 here in the United States of America for saying 
for just saying something? I mean, it's incredible that Brigitte Bardot got fined a lot of money for just saying something. Well, was she wrong? Uh, do they have Tommy Tommy jeans, Tommy Hilfiger? Do they have Wrangler jeans? Do they have Levi jeans? What jeans do they have? Those aren't they... those aren't the type of jeans oh. that she was talking about. But um, I, I I think I think uh, I I mean. I can't believe that. I can't believe Brigitte Bardot is still alive. <laughs> Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. Saw this story. Man keeps exposing himself to his New Orleans neighbors, and they're at their wit's end. This guy, he's 69 years old. Hey, what a wonderful age. And neighbors say, Coleman, that he's been doing this since after, right after Hurricane Katrina. And he lives in one of the nicest neighborhoods in the city of New Orleans. He lives in Lake Vista. And... Neighbors say they see this guy all the time out in his yard with his pants around either his knees or his ankles. He has been arrested uh, before, but they, um, they changed because the city council changed something legally a few years back that I guess because it's a minor crime when he when he gets arrested and he goes to jail they're they don't they don't put a bond on him they just arrest him he goes to jail and they release him and now the, the the fact that he has his pants around his knees or his ankles means he probably attempted to put on clothes, but it just keeps slipping off of him because he's a frail old man and he doesn't do it on purpose. Is that the case? That might have been one of his excuses to the cops. <laughs> but then, because of the police officer shortage in the city of New Orleans, his neighbors have called several times the NOPD and they and and they say our neighbor he's an old man his pants are around his ankles he's hanging out in his front yard the NOPD says we just we don't we don't have the manpower i mean this is new orleans you know people get shot every day you know we have to send our cops to to where we need to send our cops so he's basically getting away with this getting away with what though I mean, think, is he killing anybody? Is he raping anybody? Is he stealing from anybody? What is he actually doing? Who Who is he harming just by standing there on his property with his pants down? The, who literally is he hurting? There are children who live in that neighborhood. I'm, I'm, I feel bad for the kids, but just close your eyes. <laughs> he's a, he's a, dude, he's 69. Let the man live through. Who's, like, what threat does he actually pose to anybody's life and health? 
You know, I was trying to think about that. If, if, if I had a next door neighbor who was an, an old old yeah, man, just drive past him. Just wave. Hey, how you doing? He might wave the helicopter back at you. But other than that, if he's not breaking in anybody's home, let this old man live the rest of his life with his trial dropped. He's not harming anybody. So if he lived next to you on the West Bank where you live, if he, he lived next to you in your house and you looked out the window and you saw this guy in his front yard. I just go, huh. No, with, <laughs> that yeah, was it. With his, huh, I'm going to go back to whatever I was doing. Like, oh, there's that guy again. Pants Screw. around his ankles. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what you said. Um, and, you know, why isn't this ever a woman who does this? Why is this always an old man? So you'd rather see a 69-year-old woman with her pants around? (laughs) Perhaps not 69 years old, but uh, uh, although a a 69-year-old man who frequently uh, stands in his front yard with his pants around his ankles in, in one of the nicest neighborhoods in New Orleans, um. They just, uh, neighbors have called the levy police uh, because the New Orleans police say that, uh, you know, they're, they're, it's not that high of a priority. on The New Orleans levy district police have been called. Um, I just don't like the idea that nudity is such a problem for people. You know, dogs can walk around the neighborhood nude. Why can't this old 69-year-old man who's not con- causing any harm live the rest of his life, you know, free-balling it? And why can't crimes like this be women? Coming up next, it's the Big O. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. It's... uh, a few minutes after seven, that means it's time for the big O. Oh. 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 I always want to get your take on our big O segment. And that's why we do it. You know, <laughs> I like that. Do it, big O. It all makes sense. Well, this morning, Coleman, I have the top ten pet peeves. Now, there are a lot more than 10 pet peeves. Um, and, and I can, as a matter of fact, I, I'm leaving all of the driving pet peeves out of this because I, I could come up with 10 driving pet peeves. You know, people tailgating you, people who don't use their uh, turn signals, people who are driving too slow in front of you. Um, th- there's a there's a bunch of driving pet peeves, but but we're 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 leaving these on the side. Um, when we when when we talk about these top ten pet peeves, and if you're listening, uh, I w- I would love you to to text us a pet peeve or two that you have. W- one of my biggest ones lately. 
is anytime I hear anybody say at the end of the day. Really? Yeah, that that um I, I hear that a lot. And you know, when they're when they're people say that when they're when they're trying to make a point. And I get it. But usually what you should say after at the end of the day is night. Uh, you know, that that's that's usually what you should say after. So when I, I say, well, at the end of the day, I still get my bills paid. That irks your nerves? A bit, yeah. Okay. Because so many people say that. That 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 try that 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 drives me nuts. Does my number one pet peeve fall into a driving uh, pet peeve? Because it only happens when I'm in my car. It's when I pull up at a red light or I pull up at a gas station and there's somebody out there asking for money. Does that count as a Because I'm not technically driving, but I, it is kind of car related because it only happens when I'm in my car. But that's my number one pet peeve. Beggars, panhandlers, you know, the people with the signs. That's my number one. Well, living in the city of New Orleans, which I do, and walking around a lot, which I do, uh, I get asked for money on a regular basis. I, I get asked for change. Um, and, and what drives me nuts is the different amounts of, of money I get asked for. I, somebody, People actually ask you for amounts? The, the other day, somebody asked me if I had 75 cents. And I'm thinking to myself, well, why wouldn't why wouldn't you just ask if I had a dollar? I seen a woman at 10 City. She had a sign, and it says, please help, give me money. And at the bottom, it has $2 minimum. I think it was in the car. Did you see that sign with me? Uh, did I point that out to you? And it had, it had $2 minimum, meaning that she's not accepting anything under $2. And I said, I wonder if I was to give her a $1 right now. Would she reject it? Like, no, I have a $2 minimum. But the audacity of her to say a $2 minimum, like she's going to not take the $1. Yeah. I would have gave her something, but I only had $1 on me. Yeah, that's uh, having some nerve. So, um, but before I give you the top 10, I'm, I'm just going to give you a couple of, a, a couple of things uh, that aren't in the top 10. But, but that are pet peeves that drive people crazy. When, when someone tells you to calm down, you know, for w whatever reason is, your mental state at that moment has you freaking out. And, and for someone that isn't inside your head to tell you to calm down, that's a, uh, that's a pet peeve. I'm guilty that I have told people to calm down when they're getting a bit aggravated, only because I'm trying to save them from an ass whipping. Because usually when I tell somebody to calm down, it's for their safety. Because if they do say the wrong thing or get out of hand, I might have to bust that ass. So I have told people at the bar, hey, you might want to calm down. Man. All right. Um, you know, and, and, and leaving the toilet seat up and um, leaving dirty dishes in the sink. Well, that's not a problem when you live alone. I do both of those. I have dirty dishes in my sink right now, but it doesn't bother me because I don't have nobody complaining about it. People who say the word literally in every sentence or just about every sentence, yeah, we get it. Yeah, I, 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 I understand literally. I, I, 
I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but what bugs me about that when they say literally some of the stuff they don't they talk about isn't really literal. They're talking figuratively, but they keep saying literally because it sounds better. But some of the stuff isn't literal. It's figural. It's figural. Is that a word? Figural. Figurative. Figurative. Yeah. Figural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figural. It's figural. Um. How, how about when you when you see and hear and you're next to a person and they crack their knuckles? Ooh, I'm also guilty of that. I do that a lot. Um, people who talk when their mouth is full. So, so there are there are a bunch of pet peeves, but I've got right here. I, I want to give you the 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 top ten, and I don't know. I, I'm going to say this isn't scientific. I don't think scientists came up with this. But I have a list of the top 10 pet peeves that annoy people. These are the things that annoy people the most that other people do. Uh, Number 10, talking to someone with headphones in. Uh, there, there are people that that drives them insane. I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, but you got headphones in. That's not fair because we both have headphones on right now when we're talking to each other. Yeah, that is true. All right, number nine: standing too close to another person. You, you know, you're invading someone's space. Okay, that's reasonable. I, I, I see that. Clipping your nails in public. Number eight. Who wants to see that? Who does that? I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know people clipped their nails in public. You've never seen someone clipping their nails in public? Never. I've seen people bite their nails, but I've never seen people clip their nails. Well, biting nails is uh, not in the top ten, but it's down on the list. Um, All right, number seven, staring at someone's phone. Their own phone or somebody else's phone? No, staring at somebody else's phone. Ah. (laughs) I I guess people who who are friendly or people who are in relationships. I remember I I had a friend, a neighbor actually, who who, um, I used to live near. She'd come over to my house. She'd be sitting next to me on my couch. and, And if my... If I got text, texted and beep or something happened, when we see her, like she'd move her head and she she. Oh, she's she, trying to get all up in your business, trying to figure she, out who it is. She'd look towards that. Yeah, that seems like a trust issue. So staring at someone's phone is number seven. Number six in the list of pet peeves: people who walk very slow. See, that doesn't bother me. If I see people can walk at their own pace. Yeah, just walk around them, right? If somebody's walking slow, that means they're not in a rush. Just walk around them if you're behind them. Just go around. But if you're if you're in the city and there's a lot of people and, and there's there's someone in front of you walking very slow, or if you're going to some place like a concert or a game and there's a lot of people and there's someone in front of you walking very slow, I, I could see how that would that would be a pet peeve for a lot of people. Number five. Pet peeves. Talking during a movie. I hate that. Yeah, that's 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 wrong. I hate that. I hate talking during the movie, and I hate spoiling movies. 
Yeah, that's wrong. You know what's funny? Sometimes spoiling uh, movies is is farther down on the list, but it's not. It's not no, a top that's, ten. That's my number two. Spoiler, like besides people begging me for money, spoilers is like my number two pet peeve. But I've been in movie theaters. Well, I've been wa- I've been with women who want me to watch certain movies that they think I'd enjoy. And when I'm really into it, I'm silent. And the fact that I'm into the movie and I don't say, ooh, I, you know, I don't react to it. They think I'm not into the movie. And they're like, oh, you're not enjoying it. Like, no, like, I am enjoying it. If I, you know, but I've watched movies with women and, like, they react to everything. So they start crying and they go, oh, they gasp. It's like they react to the movies. Like, wait, just chill and watch it and see what happens. But I can focus on a movie and it bothers me when people react loudly and, oh, my God, don't go in there. Just watch it. Just watch and see. I mean, I guess it's possible to spoil the movie Titanic for someone who for someone who never saw it but really i mean can you is it don't you don't you get in get the gist of what happened i mean t- titanic um number 4 in the list of pet peeves interrupting and i that i could what? see when you, exactly what happened yeah when you're trying to say it and say it again you get interrupted like that i could see how how, how that drives people crazy and now the top three pet peeves. Being late. Is is that a pet peeve for the person that's late, or is that a pet peeve for somebody? Obviously not the person who's late. The, the, you should have a meeting, or if, if you, you, you're supposed to be somewhere at some time, but, but someone's, someone's not there, and then they show up. Later, it's like, well, wait a minute, what happened? I mean, I got here on time. Why didn't you? Sometimes I encourage people to be late. That way I have an excuse to leave. Like, oh, they're not here yet. Let's go. So being late is the third biggest pet peeve. The second biggest pet peeve, loud chewing or loud drinking. You know what? While we were talking, we got a bunch of text messages that said that's what they hate. Kate texted that in earlier. Kate said, my biggest pet peeve is loud chewing and smacking. So, Kate isn't like in the majority. It's gross. Yeah. People chewing loudly. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. I wonder if people who do it know that they're doing it, though. They have to know that's annoying if they can hear themselves chew and smack, right? But loud drinking. Have you ever? Is that gulp, 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 gulp? Or would that be slurping? That would be with a straw. So it depends on how you drink. And the number one pet peeve. That annoys people. Big drum roll. Micromanagement. Really? Out of all the things in the world, micromanagement is the number one pet peeve? That uh, Most people don't like it um, being insinuated that they can't do their work well. Micromanaging inherently does that because it means being on top of every little thing that someone does. So that that that's the that's the biggest pet peeve. I get it, but I, I guess I've never really experienced that. Or sometimes I don't mind. Sometimes I like being told what to do. That way, if I do make a mistake, I can say, "Well, that's what my manager told me to do." That's one of the cool things about being micromanaged. You're kind of blameless if you make a mistake. Like, why did you do that? You messed it up. Like, hey, I was just doing exactly what my boss or my manager told me to do. They were micromanaging me, so put it on them. But I guess it is kind of aggravating. I know I know it's 
uh, if you work in the food service industry, is one of the most annoying things that the employees go through is when a customer orders something and then they just watch the person make the food. Like they sit by the counter and they look in the back in the kitchen and see the person making their food and they're just watching and staring them. That does get aggravated. It's like, dude, trust me, I'm going to get your burger right, which sometimes they don't. But it is annoying to be watched while you're making the food. And again, there's a there's a there's a lot more pet peeves, but I just gave you uh, the 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 ten biggest on a, on a list that I just saw. And again, I don't I wouldn't say this is scientific. Um, but if you're listening, text us a pet peeve or two that you have. Keep it short, just one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please. Never text while you're driving. Yeah, I'm I mean re- that—that's a pet peeve. People who text and, and people who are all over their cell phones while they're driving. I'm reading some of these that the Texas have sent in already, and I'm amazed at how many of these I'm guilty of. <laughs> I must be one annoying person. This is eye-opening. That's another thing. How many people, and I'm kind of like that. How many people have no idea that they're driving other people crazy with some of the things that that they do or say? Um. 504-260-9595. That's our text line. Uh, and your your texts, your pet peeves coming up next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Some more pet peeves. How about sneezing or coughing without covering your mouth? Uh, littering. Asking nosy questions. Excessive public displays of affection. Uh, and coming up next, your pet peeves. That's some really good texts. Your texts. Because uh, if you're just joining us, we, we, we just gave the top ten pet peeves. Um, your, your texts on what drives you nuts. Next, here on Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was pet peeves. And I gave a a list of the top 10 pet peeves, although I've got about 100 in in front of me. Um, And it's not scientific. Obviously, I think pet peeves are a lot like music, very subjective. What bothers some people uh, more would bother other people less. And, and people have different things that drive them nuts. But, but I don't know anybody who can deal with hearing someone smacking their gum. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's nuts. So I asked you to text us your biggest pet peeve or two. Well, Scott says, when the garbage bag falls in the can... And when people put stuff on top of it, that is bothersome. You know, when I was going through the... What's bothersome about the garbage bag falling Imagine in the can? Imagine you're trying to take the trash out at your house, and when you lift the bag out the can, the bottom of the bag falls out. Oh, see, I didn't understand the way you said yeah, that. Yeah, when the garbage bag falls in, in the can and people put stuff on... Oh, no, no. He means when people when the, when the liner falls inside the trash can, and instead of putting the liner back out, People just put stuff on top of the right. line. All right. That's what he meant. Uh, a garbage pet peeve. Rant says, people who think they're going over your head or are smarting you. Okay. Igno says, 
Being immediately judged and classified by your appearance or background history. That's a good one. Although that does happen. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. M says, when people are fishing to get you to ask them what's wrong with them, you really don't care. Kristen Slidell says, my biggest pet peeve is my wife nagging. Well, stop doing stuff that make your wife nag. How about that? This one says, girlfriend always hungry but never knows where she wants to eat and have to go on a food place naming spree, and I'm glad we live in the city of food. You can break up with it. That can stop that one. That's an easy fix. Aaron said, toilet paper being put on the roll backwards. <laughs> it unrolls over the top, not from down under. It's an age old. That, that that's as that's almost that's as old as the caveman almost. I'm guilty of this one. Ray Marrero says, "I hate the word bay in the phrase awesome sauce." <laughs> it was funny as I was texting a chick yesterday, and one of my responses was awesome sauce. <laughs> Roy C says, "My pet peeve is inconsiderate people, but most pet peeves end up being inconsiderate of others, and that what makes that makes that person annoying." And after reading the list, I didn't know how much of these things that I actually did, like cracking my knuckles, saying the word awesome sauce, you know, things that do the stuff that I've done. Matt says, being called buddy. This one says, when people use your and your in the wrong context, and of course, they mean you are the contraction in your, or two and two, like T-O and T-double-O. Sure. All right. When you hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you. Once again, that's an easy fix. Just stop opening the door for people. That's what I do. No, but I like the way that texter thinks. Yeah. A couple of more. Not being able to reach a live person on the phone when taking care of business, especially after a hurricane. Yes. Here's another one I'm guilty of. Non-communication. I do that a lot. Sometimes I just do stuff without telling people anything. And like, why didn't you tell me? I, just, I don't know. But there's a lot more. I couldn't get to them all. But I'm guilty about 70% of these. How about burping? See, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not a pet peeve of mine. If, if I'm walking down the street and I see some dude burp, even if I see a woman burp, sure, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but, it, but it's, it's, it's not a pet peeve like uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. All right. This one says, people who mispronounce New Orleans. See that one? I really think it is pronounced New Orleans. It's New Orleans. Yeah, but when you look Not at the, New Orleans, New Orleans. But when you look at the word lean and bean and mean, you know, seen, like all those are spelled like New Orleans. So I, I think it is pronounced New Orleans. No, I always say New Orleans, but it, I guess technically. Like think about team. New, New Orleans, not New Orleans. There's an extra syllable. Mm -hmm. New Orleans. I'll say it. All right. I'm not mad at people to say New Orleans because it's spelled like team, mean, bean, lean, ring, you know, things of that nature. Uh, it's New Orleans. That's, that's what it is. Well, thank you so much for the text. We always appreciate them. Um, and, and feel free to text us at any time during our show about anything you want. Always keep them short, one or two sentences. Never text while you're driving. And if your texts are good, we will uh, read them. On the show, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. I also have old people news. It's a segment we do once in a while because old people don't make the news that much. But I, I've got old people news. 
That's next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O., here with you. And there's a segment we do on the show, and, and we call it Old People News. But we don't do it a ton because old people don't make the news. Usually. That's why when I see a story about someone really old, that it's actually in the news, that's newsworthy. And this morning, I have two different old people in the news. The first one is this 106-year-old woman was just gifted a truckload of beer because uh, she told everybody she drinks a beer a day. And I thought that would be, I mean, it's cool she's 106 and and enjoying a a, a brew every day. But I thought it would be kind of tough drinking only one beer. Yeah, I don't see myself doing it. Once I open the floodgates, it's on and popping. I drink till I'm broke. Yeah, I mean, I used to drink a lot more beer than I drink these days. But I drank beer not because uh, I, I I was looking to quench my thirst. I, I, I drank beer because I liked drinking several beers because I liked the way it made me feel. I did notice on that picture when you was at Tipitina's, you were double fisting two beers in your hand. Well, last night at the Toadies Reverend Horton Heat Show. Yeah, so you you already broke that one beer thing by having two in your hand ready to go. Had a great time last night. It was just so awesome being at a a live rock show again, and and the place was packed, and it was loud, and it was just, my God, I'll never take that, or or I'll never take anything for granted again. But I love when they, you know, you have people this age, and they ask them what's their key to longevity. They always say something cool like that, whether they have a, a shot, a whiskey a day or like this woman, she has one beer a day or, you know, they, they, they might smoke weed once a day. Smoke weed every day. This 106-year-old woman says drinking a beer a day is her secret to a long life. And there's, there's one other thing about this story, Coleman, that you'll like. She dr- she drinks the same type of beer and 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 this is the type of beer that a truck just pulled up in front of her house and unloaded a truckload of beer. Okay. She drinks Yingling. That's right. Yes, she does. Yes, both, she does. Both you and I are are Yingling fans. <laughs> yeah, Coleman. That's that's your beer of choice. And, and Yingling, that's the oldest brewery in the United States up there in Pennsylvania, right? That's right. American made, baby. 
Well, this woman's name is Margaret DeLubo. You said it wrong. This hero's name is Margaret DeLugo. DeLulo. DeLulo. And a, a, a truckload of Yingling beer arrived. I mean, Yingling just showed up with a truckload of beer and invited her friends and family to join her for a party. Cool. She's 106. I'm almost there. Yangling, if you're listening, in about uh, 70 years or so, just keep this in mind. I love Yangling, and I do drink Yangling nearly every day, Yangling, if you're listening. So in about 70 years, I would love for a beer truck to roll up at my old folks' home, too. Yangling is her fountain of youth. And um, they don't know the people that were there. I mean, they hope she lives a lot longer, but when you're 106. But Yingling delivered so much beer that if she only drinks one a day, she'll never, she'll never finish all of the beer that Yingling well, she Water. is, because if, if one beer a day is the secret to her longevity and she drinks one beer a day, she's going to be immortal. That's science. But that's a, that's uh, that's some story. I'm going to have to ask her out on a date. That way uh, she can leave her beer truck to me in her will. And the other old person news story... Is about 105-year-old Julia Hurricane Hawkins. Hurricane Hawkins. Hurricanes are a nickname. You know why? Because she runs the 100-meter race, and she says she's that's what she she's really fast. She well for 105, she's really good at running the 100-meter race. Um. She's preparing right now to run the 100-meter race at the Louisiana Senior Games, which are held in Hammond. She will become the first woman and first American to set a Masters track and field world record in the 105 years old and over age division they have their own wow she if they have their own division she has to be the only one in it (laughs) oh i'm in the 105 uh plus age division i'm not sure because think about this not that not that we're thinking about it and we're hearing these stories every time we do old people news right when it's about a woman that's over 100 it's always about a woman that's doing something active whether it's canoeing or bench pressing or drinking beer or drinking beer or, like, running. But whenever we talk about a man in old people news, it's just a man who just happened to make it. He's just sitting on his porch. But the women are always out. The women that, of that age, they're always out doing something. Like, they're more active in their old age where men just, they just happen to be around the past 100. Like, you know, the men, yeah, this 102-year-old man was sitting on his porch every day. Whereas the women, oh, they're about to run in a track meeting or go screaming down a river or go do some bench presses. Yeah. Or go fishing. Or go we, fishing. We, yeah. we, we had a story about a hundred-year-old female fisher woman um, who goes to work every day. 
Well, this this race, the Louisiana Senior Games, these games in Hammond are tomorrow. Good thing they're tomorrow. I mean, she she is 105. I mean, she she wants to she wants to do this race and run in this race. Check this out. Smith Lab says. My mom is Julia Hurricane Hawkins' caretaker. My mom times her when she's practicing in the yard. She lives in Baton Rouge. No BS. Seriously. Yeah, she does live in Baton Rouge. Yeah, so that's uh, Smith Lab from Folsom. How about that? All right. Hurricane Hawkins. You know, I haven't I haven't run much in a long time. I I I wonder if she can run a hundred meters faster than me. I think she could probably run 100 meters faster. Now that I think about it, I've known you for over a decade. I've never seen you run anywhere. No, at any no. Time. I mean, when when I was when I was a kid, I I used to like to run around. But uh, no, I, I did see you run once. That's when you was playing with the Globe Trotters. You had to run down the court. That's right. Yeah, that was the last time I seen you run. It wasn't that impressive. <laughs> that was right before the pandemic. The Harlem Globe Trotters came to the area, and and. Uh, I went and played a little bit with them. That was fun. Yeah, based on the way you ran down the court, I think Hurricane Hawkins can can take you down. Well, look if you're if you're looking for something to do tomorrow, you're up there on the North Shore. You're 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 near Hammond. Uh, tomorrow is the Louisiana Senior Games in Hammond, and featured in those games will be 105 year old. Hurricane Hawkins. Julia Hurricane Hawkins. She's going to set a record in the 105 years old plus division when she runs the 100 meters tomorrow in Hammond. Um, That's old people news. Coming up, I still got the dumbest thing. I read all morning. I still can't believe it's a real story, but it is. Hang out with us for that and more here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I think the cutest thing all dogs do is when they tilt their head at you. And, And scientists have just discovered why dogs tilt their heads sometimes when they look at you. You know when a dog is sitting down? I mean, a dog could be standing up too, but usually it's when the dog is sitting down and you say something, and then the dog will will tilt its head while staring right into your eyes. Scientists have finally uncovered the reason that dogs tilt their heads to one side when spoken to. In a study published last week, researchers in Hungary said that that habit indicates that your dog is listening extremely intently to you. It took scientists to figure that out? I kind of knew that already. You know what it is? Because like when they tilt their head to the side, 
is because they want that good ear to come up so they can pick up what you're saying. And you see a lot of people with a bad hearing do the same thing. Like when you're talking to somebody and they have one good ear and one bad ear, they will tilt their good ear at you so you can listen to it. So the fact that i known that like instinctively way before scientists figured it out makes me feel like a genius. Yeah, that's one way how uh, people and dogs are, are alike. People hard of hearing, they tilt your head at you when, when you... Do I get some kind of grant money or something, though? Like, the fact that th- it took a team of scientists to finally figure it out in 2021, and I knew that when I was a kid, just by instinct, I think I should get, like, a Nobel Peace Prize or something, right? But but when they tilt their head, when when the when a dog tilts its head looking at you, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're talking to it, that means they're listening to you more at that moment than they could ever be 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 listening to you, paying attention to you at any time. Right. That's why they put their good ear up, like because they want to hear everything you have to say, and they're they're looking for the buzzwords like walk, cookie, treat, good boy. That's what they're waiting for too. <laughs> well, these are scientists in Hungary, in in that country that came up with that. Uh, so you're saying, Coleman, I shouldn't be uh, spending uh, as much time as I do. Uh, reading through through hungry science journals. No, I'm just saying I'm impressed that I knew that before science proved that. All right. Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning. I couldn't even believe that this was a real story, but it is. Um, and it it has it has something to do with a wizard. That's all I'm going to say. That's next on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. A city in New Zealand is taking its official wizard off the payroll after over two decades. A wizard was on their payroll? Yeah, for uh, over 20 years, Coleman. A a wizard. There's a town in New Zealand, a city in New Zealand. It's called Christ Church. It's parting ways with its official city wizard after more than 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> His offensive remarks about women and the local government's new tourism strategy reportedly spelled his doom. So the city was paying a guy to be a wizard for 20 years. Yeah, Ian Brackenberry Channel is known as the Wizard of New Zealand. He even has an official uh, he even has official documents like a passport. <laughs> so he has government credentials as New Zealand's official wizard. The wizard of New Zealand. Oh, why am I broke? He's been on the Christchurch New Zealand City Council. He's been on their payroll since 1998, receiving an annual salary of $16,000. That's in New Zealand money. That's more than $11,000 in current United States money. So he's been making 11 grand a year uh, for being a wizard. 
I wonder what his responsibilities are as the city's wizard. Did he go around casting spells? Abracadabra. He he his his job description and what he gets paid for, Coleman, is to provide acts of wizardry <laughs> and other wizard-like <laughs> services <laughs> as part of promotional work for the city of Christ Church. I mean, that could be Christ Church, but I think it's Christ Church, New Zealand. <laughs> but, th- but that job title will soon become, like many wizards before him, a thing of legend. Well, he got 20 years out the deal. They released a statement saying the uh, city council there has met with the wizard and sent him a letter thanking him for his services over the past uh, decades and informing him that we are bringing our formal contractual arrangement to a close because they didn't like a couple of things the wizard had to say about women and about local government's new tourism strategy. Makes you wonder what else they have. Are there witches and bards and clerics on the payroll as well? He could just cast a spell and make them forget about the whole saying bad things about women. Well, that New Zealand city... It's taking its official wizard off the payroll after over 20 years. That's the dumbest thing I read, not only all morning, but in a very long time. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. On Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.